and gentlemen, welcome to the Salty Pastor Podcast. Today we begin our new series titled Fight Club. Everyone longs for a great life, a better life, a happier life. Why are there so few who find it? Simply because you must fight for it, but not in the way you might think. This is our focus for the next five to six weeks before Mother's Day. You're listening to the Salty Pastor, so let's welcome our very own Salty Pastor himself, Dr. Douglas Peak. <laughs> welcome, everyone. So excited about this series. We just finished the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and the whole point of the resurrection is that he is making us alive. The resurrection is an mm. invitation to come alive from being spiritually dead. And once that happens, our belief about who we are in Christ changes dramatically. We have a brand new identity. It's a living identity. And so we need to start fighting for the gift that Christ has given us, not just eternal life, but life right here and right now. And we got to fight for it. So that's why we're calling it Fight Club. That sounds a little ominous. Uh, I mean, why do we got to fight for this life? What's the point of seeing life as a battle? I thought Christians were all about peace and and love and salvation's supposed to be just this big fix all, right? We're not supposed to be at war for the rest of our life. Isn't that isn't that the well, Christian gospel? Yeah, that's a well. You have a good question there. First and foremost, we are made alive. But once we're made alive, we have to realize that the world in which we become alive in becomes enemy territory. Uh, A great illustration of this is the Matrix, right? The blue pill or the red pill. They take the red pill, he wakes up, and what does he see? He sees reality for what it really is. It's a little stark, but now he there's a sense of peace now where he kind of can know who he really is, and then he realizes, oh, Well, we're in enemy territory all the time. And that's what happens when you come alive spiritually. You have to realize that you are in enemy territory. So that's why we have to uh, fight for this new life, not just now, but in eternity. And the New Testament is filled with statements about how we are to uh, fight this battle. The difference now is that we can win the battle because we're um, alive. We are now what I call super warriors for Jesus. (laughs) Super warriors. Super warriors. Not to be confused with Marvel's super soldiers. (laughs) That's correct. I've been watching a lot of Captain America lately. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, let's look at some of these passages of Scripture and dig into the battle that we are called to fight. The first one that kind of comes to mind for me is um, Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 17, and I have that here. Um, uh, Verse 10 starts with, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith 
with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Yeah, that's just a great passage. And notice a number of the things that he says here that I think are really significant. And that is, he says, first of all, we must be strong Mm. in the Lord and in his mighty power. So there's a promise of his power in our life in this battle. Now, you could try to go out, fight your struggles on your own, or you can do it with the mighty power of God. And that's what he says. Then you obtain this mighty power of God through all of these tools of warfare. You know, the breastplate, the helmet, the feet, the sword of truth, and so forth. Right. The second thing he says in here is he says, you you need to be able to take your stand against the devil's schemes. Now, here's why you have to fight for this new life, because the devil has schemes designed to steal this from you, trip you up, or ruin it. Uh, The word in Greek for schemes is methodia, which basically we get the word method from. So he has well thought out battle plans to trip you up. Mm. Uh, C.S. Lewis wrote a really great book. It was kind of a satire or parody where it's called the Screw Tape Letters. And what it is, is it's a junior devil writing to a, his uncle, who is a senior devil, about how to trip up a Christian, you okay. know? And it's just a phenomenal, so it's inverted. Right. But it talks about this battle that you are in and that there is a well thought out battle plan time and tested that Satan and demons use to try to just trip you up. They try to get you to believe false things. But most importantly, we talked about this earlier this year in a series of messages about how he tries to, he tries to get you to develop habits in your life that undermine your faith, destroy your faith. And so that's what a a methodia is all about, a scheme. Second, he says, the way you fight with the power of God to counteract all of these schemes is by using the armor of God. Mm. So you're not using your own armor. You're using the armor of God. And this is what's so powerful is, is that not only are you enlisted in this battle, but you have to be willing to stand strong in this spiritual battle And then God has given to you the weapons of warfare in this battle. So he's preparing us the proper way to fight the battle. And to give you a little kind of flavor of this battle is this, is in Matthew chapter 12, Jesus talks about this beginning with verse 25. He says the following words. He says, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges." Now, what he's talking about here is the he was casting out demons and Pharisees were saying, well, he does this by the power of Satan. And he's going, first and foremost, you guys are irrational and illogical. You don't make any sense because the kingdom divided against itself. Well, you know, there's no reason why. 
He says, but if the, verse 28, he goes on to say, but if the spirit, it, for if it is by the spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So when we are made alive by Christ, right, the kingdom of God has come upon us. We're adopted into the family of God. We are now redeemed. We are made alive in Christ. And then he says in verse 29, we're again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong men? Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so what he's really saying is you're in a battle. We are in a battle. And when we're made alive, right, we have been set free from the strong man of Satan having influence in our life. So what we need to do is we need to become strong men. Mm -hmm. We need to become men of substance and women of substance. We need to be people who stand not like melting snowflakes in the springtime, but we are oaks. We are solid rock, granite type people because we not only understand we are in a battle, we understand how to fight the battle and we understand how to win the battle. So my main purpose of fighting this battle is so that we're not a house divided against itself. Yeah, correct. Uh, Because Jesus is talking about that in order to come in and plunder the house you have to bind the strong man so Mm. if satan wants to plunder your house what's he going to do tie you up yeah he's going to tie you up and how does he tie you up he doesn't come in with a you know raylon rope or (laughs) chains you know it's not like movies and and theater but what he does do is this is is if you're a guy what he does is he uses your naturally god-given drives against you right Mm. uh he'll use your naturally god-given drive to work and produce and to want to provide for a family and all that kind of stuff. And he'll turn it into workaholism, you see, Mm. and that'll trip you up. The other thing he does is he takes your God given sex drive, you know, and that is, is to have a covenantal sexual intimate relationship with a woman that where she's safe and you're safe and you guys can uh, be naked together and not ashamed, you know, kind of illustrating how you can be completely vulnerable and not judged uh, you accept one another's imperfections as well and, and, and strengths. You come together in one. You, you find that soulmate that is not only an emotional intimacy, a spiritual intimacy, but a physical intimacy as well, you know. And then he used that against you by showing you porn, mm. you know. He gets you addicted to porn because, you know, guys who are addicted to porn are guys who really want and desire intimacy in their life, particularly spiritual intimacy, but instead of uh, getting in, you know, in a relationship with somebody who's real and having real intimacy, it's fake intimacy. It just, it, it's kind of like saying, um, you know, spiritually, I'm out of shape, you know, I'm a, a bulbous hunk of human Crisco. And so instead of like working out and doing all that, you just start ODing on diet pills. Right. It's just, it fries your brain. It, it's really unhealthy. So in the same way, spiritually, that's what he does with your God-given sexual drive. He, you know, it goes on and on. There's every, for every naturally God-given drive that you have as a male and every naturally God-given drive that you have as a female can be perverted and warped by Satan. Mm. And so how do you fulfill those drives so that they are abundance in your life and you enjoy them and they bring, they bring good fruit into your life without Satan warping them and polluting them? 
Well, you do that by realizing I am in a battle. Jesus Christ has given me the tools of this battle so that I can have victory in this battle. If you try to do it any other way, won't work. Right. But if you do it his way, it will definitely work. So the whole issue here is don't let Satan come into your house and then bind you up so he can plunder your house. And it's all about belief because what you believe about yourself is one of the most important things about you. And here's where we see the applicability of that motto. So that must be the intent of, you know, what Paul was telling Timothy in one of the last letters that he wrote him. Um, in Second Timothy 2, 1 through 5, he says, You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is Jesus Christ. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete, does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. Yeah, and that's what I love. What he's telling him is this, is that, look, this is the focus and nature of a spiritual life. The whole intent of purpose of being made alive in Jesus Christ is that you can go out and live this adventure called life. And it's just a great adventure. You, but now you have the clarity of the purpose of your life to live out this adventure, right? right. You, you, ha, you understand what it all means. I'm, I understand, oh, I'm in a cosmic battle that's being waged. The world is trying to convince me that there isn't one. It's trying to lull me into either lukewarm living or sleepwalking through this life. It wants me to be complacent about every aspect of, of my life and that I never pick up the weapons of this warfare for this battle that I'm in. And then I actually become a change agent. I become a participant in the cosmic battle. So many people live meaningless lives. They leave empty lives because they don't realize the power that they have to actually change the course of what's going on. This simple truth is changed so many things. For the longest time, people thought, well, you know, if you're addicted to alcohol, then you just are, you're addicted to alcohol. It is an unbreakable disease in your life, you see. And alcoholism was so prevalent in the 1800s, the latter half of the 1800s, particularly in America, in the early 1900s, that that's why women's suffrage and then the temperance movement took off. Well, women's suffrage was the early uh, fight that women had to get property ownership and, and uh, proper divorce laws and proper things like that. Because the reason why is if a man became an alcoholic, he could take all of her money, he could spend it all and squander it all away, and, and she would be destitute. Right. And so uh, it gave a great protection for women. But guess what? There's a guy, Schumacher comes along and says, well, you know, through the power of God, anything can be broken. And he started what is commonly known today as Alcoholics Anonymous. And that, and so, so the notion is, is that we aren't victims to these things that Satan uses to destroy our lives. And this is what's so hard is we have developed a victim mentality in America today uh, to the point now where people would rather talk about how much they're a victim to get 
sympathy than to ever say, I'm in charge of my life and I don't want to be a victim. You right. know, I want to have victory. That's how I want to live. And the first problem with victim mentality is the belief that you have zero control over your life. You have zero influence over your life. Your decisions don't matter. You can't change the course of it. You are doomed to experience this pain and suffering forever. Well, to me, that's a lie of Satan. You see, there's no victory in that. And Jesus said, wait, you were dead. That's true. But now you've been made alive. And so the greatest thing you need to understand is fight the right battlefield first with the right weapons of warfare, and then you're going to find victory. There, you know, if, if you're addicted to drugs, guess what? You can live sober the rest of your life. If you're, if you're struggling with alcohol, guess what? When you come alive through the power of Jesus Christ, you can be set free from that and live sober the rest of your life. Do you have a problem with pornography and you're a man and you think I can't break that habit? Then the bottom line is you're believing a lie because you can break that habit. You can break it and you can break its influence in your life. I, I could keep going down the list over, do you have a problem with anger? You know, you say, oh, I'm so angry all the time. I just can't control my anger. Yes, you can. Let's quit talking like a victim and start talking like a victor, you know, and people go, oh, pastor, you're kind of harsh on people. I go, no, I'm not because we live this way every single day. You know, we really do. We live this way. You know, if, if uh, a 30 year old man, you know, uh, when he was two years old, you know, he'd stick his hand down in his dirty diaper and he would rub poop on the walls. Right. And you know, you try to teach your kids not to smear poop or throw their food off of the high chair, right? Right. Well, now you're a 30 old man and you don't go, well, I just smear poop on the walls because I can't, that's just who I am. I can't do it. Or you, oh, I have to eat in a high chair, honey, because I throw my food on the floor. I just can't control myself. Right. See, that, that just, that way of thinking is a scheme of Satan. It's tried and true. It works on a lot of people. Mm. You know, if you're a young lady and you're thinking, I want to fall in love, but I, I just, I'm always attracted to the wrong guys and, and I, I can't find real love. I can't do this. Well, you got to quit thinking about being a victim and start thinking about being a victor. You know, maybe you grew up in a situation where your models, uh, your examples were poor, right? Maybe they weren't really highly well-defined. I get that, but kind of join the club, you know? Right. I mean, there's half of the females out there grew up that way without understanding what real love. That doesn't mean that you can't find it. It doesn't mean that you can't live it. And it doesn't mean that you can't experience and walk in it. If you try to do it yourself, ain't going to work. If you try to figure out your own answers, ain't going to work. If you rely on your reflexes and your radar, which is messed up in its calibration, it ain't going to work. What you have to do is you have to say, Satan has used this area of my life to undermine me, make me miserable, filled with anxiety and depression as a young lady. And what I need to do is I need to fight this battle with the power of God, his mighty power in my life by using the weapons that he designed for this battle. And once you do that, then you can start understanding, oh, my perception of what love was, was a dead perception based on the culture of death in which we live. And now I understand what love is supposed to be, and I can now walk towards that, live in that, and be that. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on and on through every situation in life. The underlying thing is this, is that we are going to do this series called Fight Club because I want people to understand who they are in 
Christ. I want them to understand the battle in which they are already participating in, whether they know it or not. And I want them to train and be ready for this battle so that when the battlefront or the, the ebb and flow of the battle comes to your doorstep, the doorstep of your heart, the doorstep of your soul, you're not afraid, but you are courageously prepared to fight it. I love that. <laughs> so let's talk about some overall goals um, for this series. Why is it important for women to understand that they are part of Fight Club? Well, I think the most important thing to realize for women today, if I may be so bold as a man to talk about women, boy, that's uh, kind of forbidden <laughs> our culture today. But in my experience as a pastor and, and counseling, relationship counseling, and just uh, affirmation and value is that w women are fighting a battle of identity and affirmation. They have to have a sense of affirmation. And the difficulty is, is that first and foremost, they try to find affirmation in outward things. And a lot of times it's relationships and it's relationships with their kids or it's relationships with men. And what our culture has done today is lied to women. And here's the lie that women hear, if I may be so bold. It is this, is that the reason you're not happy with your love life is because men are the problem. Mm. You see, and what that does is that basically says is that, well, men are sinners and I'm not. Men are imperfect, but I'm perfect because I'm a woman. Right. And so women don't uh, ever find happiness. They don't find fulfillment. They don't find all these things because they have high expectations of the people, relationships in their life. They have high expectations of their parents. They have high expectations of how to be treated by their husbands. They have high expectations of how their kids should act. And then when their kids don't do that or the men in their life don't do that, their first response reflexively, this is what I've seen over 35 years of full-time ministry is women's first reflexive response is, is what's wrong with those people or the other side of the same coin is I'm, I'm total trash and a failure and I don't, you know, I'm just getting what I deserved. Mm. Well, those are both, of, those are both victim thinking, you know, and what Christ is saying to women is that, look, you can fight this battle, you can win this battle and the benefit of fighting this battle is not just simply a woohoo, I won, I get another medal on my thing, is I'm going to live and walk in the fullness and the abundance of Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to experience all the fruit of, my, of the Spirit in my relationships, in my career, or my work, or across the board at any level. I'm going to experience love. I'm going to experience joy. I'm going to experience kindness and peace and mercy. And you see, all this stuff comes flowing out of your life, uh, not because of your effort, but because you're fighting in the right battle with the right tools using the power of God. So for women, I think it's really, really important that they understand the precepts and the foundational biblical teaching about Fight Club and what Satan wants to do to them and their lives. You have to remember, ladies, Satan is just as or more upset with you being made alive in Christ because the power of a woman who understands the battle that we are in is a veritable wonder woman. She is a force to be reckoned with in the spiritual realm. 
the power of her prayer, the power of her wise counsel, the power of, of her mentoring, the power of her discipleship will bless not only herself, but bless women, men, children, girls, boys, all around her, mm. you know, and you can read about what that woman is like in Proverbs 31. You know, it's just absolutely amazing when a woman understands who she is in Christ. Okay. Well, what about guys? The The girls are sounding pretty amazing as part of Fight Club. What are the guys bringing to Fight Club or what should they be looking for? Well, I, I think it's different. You know, you see boys growing into men are different than, you know, wi- wi- girls growing into women need affirmation, right? Boys, are, it's not so much affirmation. They have to have a sense of value, that I add value. And that comes from fighting in a battle and winning. They don't always have to win, but they want to be able to compete. Mm. And so this is why so many more boys compete in sports than girls do. Uh, uh, even though we've gone to great lengths to, to make uh, equal access to that, it's still two, three to one when mm. you get into high school and college of, of boys that, you know, men, because that, that's part of their makeup, you see, and so every man has to have a battle to win. Now, if a man fights the wrong battle, then he's going to get the wrong result in his life. So if a strong man comes into his, into his house and tries to bind him up, and so he gets in a fight with the couch instead of the strong man, <laughs> right, then he's going to lose the battle, right? Right. You know, he's worried about the couch and he's fighting with the couch and struggling with the couch. You know, he knows the remote's in there somewhere and they're going to have to fight and duke this out. Whereas a strong man is just pummeling him right and left. So not only do you understand as a man, you have a battle that you are called to fight and you need to win that battle. So you have to understand the true nature of that battle so that you fight with the right weapons and then you will have victory. You know, one of the things that I think is really important is the well, part of the motto for the Navy SEALs uh, is as follows. It says, in times of war or uncertainty, there is a special breed of warrior ready to answer the nation's call. A common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. Forged by adversity, he stands alongside America's finest special operations forces to serve his country, the American people, and protect their way of life. I am that man. Mm. And that's what Fight Club is about. It's about men discovering, hey, I am this special breed. Because of what you've done? No. Because you turned in salvation to Jesus Christ who has made you alive because of the resurrection. So now you are a special breed of warrior. Do not be deceived. Don't fight the wrong battle. Know the battle, and then you will be a part of Fight Club. Now, you remember the movie Fight Club? It was, who was it? Uh, Ed Norton and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yep. You know, in there. And you'd show up, and they said, well, first of all, to be a part of Fight Club, the first rule is never talk about Fight Club, right? Right. So... I think one of the things is that, well, people are trying to, I see that as a negative, and that is is that people don't want to talk about it, you know, but we should. But then the second rule of Fight Club is what? Everyone fights. Right. If you're going to be a part of it, you got to fight. 
It's not a spectator sport. This is not a voyeuristic thing for you. If you show up, you're going to fight. And it was the fighting, the struggle that helped these young men start to discover identity and greater purpose. So what I want to do in Fight Club is to get every woman and every man who is redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ to fight. But we want them to fight for the right thing in the right way at the right time. Well, I'm excited for this series. Um, I think it's going to be a really powerful time to be talking about this. Um, and I think we need to hear it right now. So I'm very excited for it. Um, I just want to encourage people, for those of you who watched the Easter service, Pastor Doug kind of gave a really strong uh, testimony of what your next step should be and how you can get involved. And we had an issue with our texting service where it actually didn't work. So if you were trying to get into that, um, it is up and running again. You just text FH next step, all one word, no spaces, FH next step to 97000. Um, and that you'll get going on that and that'll get you rolling onto your next step in your spiritual walk. So I just want to throw that out there. We did get that, um, up and running and we want to encourage you guys that are needing that and ready for that to take your next step to be doing that. So thank you guys so much. Hopefully you will be joining us on Thursday. Um, as we dive even deeper into this new series called Fight Club. Blessings.